do it. Okay, welcome to episode 93 of the Bite Me podcast, where we talk about video welcome, games. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I was talking, now we have to do it again. That was beautiful. Take two. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Adam West. <laughs> I'm Cliff Johnson. The Dylan. Back Ooh. in action. Yeah, you don't sound as terrible as you did the other day. I was dead. And was I'm now reincarnated. Dead. From the ashes rises the phoenix. Are you like the IRL DLC for uh, Far Cry 5 right now? Yes. Okay. I, yeah. Sweet. The dead living zombies. Oh. oh. Yeah. It's, Interesting. It's like dead living zombies instead of living dead. I would tell you, that's mm-hmm. a DLC that I am not sad I didn't buy. Like, I've heard nothing but kind of meh things well, about it. Well, because I ended up buying the... The, the season pass ahead because, of time. Well, because I had like $45 worth of credit mm. on uh, Steam. So I'm like, oh, I'll spend an extra 25 bucks to get it all. Yeah. Did you ever beat the actual game? No. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> of course not. I'm not. All, I'm not playing 11 having, other games. Right having now, beaten all of Far Cry Five, I, Fire Cry? I don't know if you need to beat it. I'll be probably honest. Not. Yeah, you probably got a better experience not yeah, beating it. You probably do. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> the sad reality of certain video games. I always wanted to do a spoiler there's cast on that game because there's so many things I want to talk about, but yeah. we just never quite got around to it. There's a lot of things in that game. Yeah, like there's just a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot of there's just a lot of commentary I have about about Far Cry. But oh, good. Whatever. Well, one day. Probably not. One nope, day. Not at all. Um, all right. So before we get into what we're playing uh, this week in news, we're going to talk about um, a very very sad event that happened in Florida. Is was it in Jacksonville? I think so. Yeah. Uh, there was a shooting at a tournament in Florida, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Microsoft has officially announced Xbox All Access, and Cliff is probably the most excited person I know. Which is weird, because I'm not buying one, but I'm no. just, I got so many ideas. Right. Um, so we'll talk about that. Also a uh, related question from Alan on that one. Microsoft is done, is not done buying studios, evidently. Uh, Amazon is letting, uh, what is this? Amazon releases a list of games eligible for the $10 discount. Really? Yep. So it is a list of games that gets. And it's, yeah, and it's not extensive. That's garbage. You missed um, the Streets of Rage 4, baby. I mean, did I really miss that? I think you did. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Streets yeah. of, what was the, oh, I'm thinking of Bad Dudes. That game was terrible. We're two bad dudes rescuing the president. Oh, so Ronnie, bad. do you have that time for a great. burger? No, it's not. That sounds great. It's not. I'm a bad dude. Did you never play Bad Dudes? No, I played Streets of Rage, baby. Oh. <laughs> baby. Um, so if you needed any other indication that people are pumped for Fallout 76, they're sold out of their special edition uh, power armor mm-hmm. thinger. I Good. think my dad might have bought it. Oh, your dad's way cooler than the rest of us right now. Um, yep. It's official. Like, let's see. What else? <laughs> Comics are coming to the Nintendo Switch because we all care about that. I uh, got questions from Vinny, Crawdad, Super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man, Gcopia. Gcopia. Oh, yeah. Because reading is hard. <laughs> uh, James, 50 Shades of Hay. Uh, turned out for what? And Kevin as well. Plus, we will cover your uh, cheap free games you this week, that. including games with gold. I'm sure that's you exactly what that. it is. God, that was amazing. <laughs> I want to yeah. tell a quick anecdote while Please. we're on the subject of Cliff's dad. Because, like, <laughs> interesting. Recently, Two subjects ago? Okay. Recently, I was like, Cliff, your dad's kind of weird and crazy and eccentric enough. Does he happen to have blank? And he's like, that's completely reasonable. <laughs> that was close and he had very close was, to blank. We almost got there. We don't need to go super into the details, but I was in search of something yeah. like hyper specific. And I thought like, of I was all like, the people. I thought Cliff wouldn't have, but maybe his dad. And did he? 
Almost. Yeah. Oh, oh I think I remember you. He had a variation of the thing yeah. we were talking about. Um, nice. But, but at the same time, I'm like, funny. he doesn't own that, but he does have a hand grenade. Do you need a hand grenade? <laughs> and uh, Dill's like, actually, I do need a hand grenade. Because yeah. you know, when I'm falling asleep at night down there in the <laughs> south of Seattle, I'm like, I wish I had a hand, hand grenade. Well, we were shooting a movie that actually one of the like super important props of the movie is a hand grenade. Um, but then he happened to get, he gave away the hand grenade, right. so yeah, he actually he didn't, actually didn't have, have a hand grenade, so it's a letdown. So some random person out there that's friends with your dad has a hand grenade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not live. Yeah. I mean, it's very it's much hollowed. not live. Yeah, my, my dad has one, too, but... Um, I, I don't. But I, I, <laughs> only, one? I know a guy. I've only <laughs> passingly met Cliff's dad, like, one half time, but I've I've, like, learned enough through, like, fables and stories to know, like, apparently what he might have. In a given situation. Close. Anyway. So, anyway. All right. Well, um, first, let's start with what we're playing. You've yeah, got a, Adam. You've got a list, Adam. You want to go you first? Yeah, your Switch out. All right. So. It's like um, cue cards. Excuse me. So I've been playing Monster Hunter World on the PC. That's still fun. It's still fun. Hasn't it's, become not fun. It hasn't become not. It's not become. <laughs> I will be honest. There are some games I've played where I'm like, this game's fun. And then at some point in time, that game becomes not, not fun. fun. So, yeah. I mean, I could see this game becoming not fun because I'm not the person who gets stuck in that loop where they're like, super oh, gotta grindy. Do this. Yeah. But I'm trying to. I'm trying to get into that trying whole that, that loop thing where you go out, you do the thing, you get the stuff, you go back. Get the, yeah. go out. So I'm trying to get into that. Sure. Um, so I'm doing that. And then over on the Switch side of life, I didn't go on a sp- Spending spree, but I started playing some of the stuff that I'd purchased before that I'm like, okay, let's down. I've nice. got the 200 gig card now, so I can just load everything right onto my Switch. Um, so I downloaded the demo for Monster Hunter Ultimate. Very nice. Which is out as of today, I think, or this week um, on the Switch. And it's a port of a 3DS game from a few years ago. It's like the, the, uh, the Ultimate with some DLC. Sure. Um, and in a world where Monster Hunter World exists, having this come out to a current gen platform while that game is still riding so high and has brought so many people into the yeah. genre or to this this game in particular, um, a lot of reviews out there are calling it like a step back. It's one oh, of those things that yeah. wasn't really necessary. Um, so, and if you're playing Monster Hunter World or have played it, don't jump into this Monster Hunter Ultimate thinking that your or Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, um, thinking that. It's going to be something that's similar. It's way more it's RPG-ish, right? Um, it's just way less hand-holdy. Sure. Because they redid Monster Hunter World, you know, from the ground up where they kept a lot of the things that worked, but they refined and added some polish yeah. to those things that have been a constant, like, I won't say complaint, but a constant thing that has always kept people who are new to the series from going It was a hardcore it. game. It was, yeah. hardcore. it was for hardcore And that was almost players. their marketing spiel with the new one, is this is this could be your first Monster Hunter right, game. Right. And it should be. It absolutely I, should be. Because I tried to play, I think it was the same game, but when they did it on Wii U, I think. I think it existed on multiple platforms, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, in some iteration. Um, I tried to play it a little bit, because the game in itself like really intrigues me, but oh, totally. it was a little too hardcore feeling for me um but i probably should try monster hunter world at some point because it does seem more appealing i guess right well like destiny did for me with first person shooters i'm trying to make this because even with destiny it didn't i did not get into it right away it took me you know i played it It has to click you gotta get it yeah yeah and then i came back three four months later i'm like all right let's do it so this i'm trying to like stick to it buckle down get into it and let it be my thing 
<coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so I downloaded – let's see here. thought I downloaded some more demos, but I did not. <laughs> so I've got that. I went ahead and bit the bullet because it was $11 for the Switch, Yoku's Island Express. Oh. Grabbed that, played about 15, 20 minutes of it, and it is adorable. Isn't it so fun? I really, really love it. I love the fact that I'm a little bug full of poop. Yeah, you're a dung beetle. Yeah, yeah. Literally a dung beetle. A poop yeah. beetle. It's kind of like you are in real life. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, did, I, did I say that I beat that last week? Because I totally no. beat that game. Yeah, was it yeah. worth it? Oh, God, Super it's cute. so worth it. Everything nice. about that game is like... It's a game that I want everyone to buy because it's if, – if you've ever been one of those gamers that are like, oh, all games are exactly the same these days. Like, yes, it's a Metroidvania, but the but like it, pinball mechanics and everything just make it so different. It's so much fun. Well, and that's oh. what I was most curious about. I was like – because everybody says, oh, it's this weird little platformer slash pinball game. And I'm like – What? How does that work? Yeah, within like <laughs> – Five, ten minutes into the game, you're just bouncing around on these flippers. And I'm like, oh, oh, I get it. It's fun. I love it. It's adorable. Yeah. But There's a couple of totally characters, though, that I've come across so far that I'm like, you're creepy looking. Like, you look like a Beetlejuice movie extra. Oh, yeah. Some of the, some of the like, people you talk to are real strange, but, like, yeah. the little bunnies and stuff are adorable. Oh. Right. Um, so it. let's talk about a strange game, uh, also a Metroidvania. Uh, just came to Switch a month or so ago called Hollow Knight. Ooh. Yes. So I picked I'm that up when it was cheap. That. Are you playing that? Yes. Um I'm I'm literally only into the first like little cavern thinger. I'm maybe 20 minutes finger into duty. it. Yeah. Um cuz I wanted to play a few things, see what I wanted to. I'm going on vacation so I wanted to see what games I want to make sure uh I play or I make time for right. uh, on these flights. And I'm I love it. I love the way it feels. I love the way it controls. Um some of the jumping is very unforgiving. Yes. Where you need to be tight with your controls and you need to know exactly where you're going and how you're getting there and stuff. Yes. And it's a very dark, grim kind of... The game is beautiful, but... Yeah. I don't know if, if you want me to chime in because I was I'm yeah, playing yeah. it. So um, it is... Because we're going to talk about what you're playing next, so let's just go on over to you. Right. Um, it is a game that I feel the controls aren't quite precise enough in certain cases really? where they are and I, it wouldn't be as noticeable but it is a game where if you die you might end up going back quite a ways mm-hmm. and you don't even have a map until you go find the cartographer to sell you the map right right so you don't even know where you and you can go kill your little you shadow can't, you can't even really use the map though until you go get the compass and from his wife exactly and i've got this map and i'm looking at it going what am i doing i don't know until i get the compass right you can kind of gauge based on where you start if you kind of keep track of it you can figure out where you are but and then there there will be some passage you can't get through until you go around the back side and unlock a lever to open it to actually make it easily accessible. Mm-hmm. And you can go fight your little shadow thing where you died and get your money back. Oh, see, I haven't done any of that yet because I've not know where it is. I've not officially died anywhere yet. Right. Um, it will happen often. Um, I think <laughs> either that or I'm bad, and I don't think I'm that bad. There's there's a lot of cases where you're you're experiencing a new enemy or. You have to go through this like jumping segment with spikes or whatever it is. Because mm-hmm. you can get pretty deep in these caves and you'll die. And it's like, well, that was. There's been a couple times where I'm like, that was a little silly. And then there will be a couple times where my frame rate drops and it. I'm like, well, that didn't 
help. And are, you playing it, are you playing it on the Switch? Yeah. And the frame rate drops on the Switch? Yeah. For that game? Yeah. It seems like a pretty straightforward, There's simple couple, kind of game. Even when I was plugged in on the TV, too. So, oh, wow. Um, it could be a physics thing, too. Like, that game right. looks yeah, like it's I'm not, got pretty good. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why it's happening. It, it only happens in very specific points in the game, but... Um, there was, there's a few things and it just creates that kind of stuff is really frustrating when you don't feel like the game is super tight because it, it punishes you a lot when you die. Um, yeah, so I'm going to, I've kept playing it though. I've kind of, I think if you grind it out enough, it like becomes better Mm -hmm. in, in a sense because you finally have these things unlocked. But initially when you're trying to unlock some of those basic things like maps and the icons on the maps and things like that, it, it can be frustrating because you don't know where you are. And each time you go into a new area, you have to find the cartographer and get a new map for that area, which is kind of a, it's not just one map is right. the whole world. It's like each new area you have to go find him and gotcha. thing like that. But I've unlocked quite a few abilities now so I can do dashes and like wall jumps and things like that. So, and I think at that point the game becomes a little more fun because you're able to do a little bit more and explore a little easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a couple like, there will be these little mushrooms that you have to like do a down attack on and they'll shoot you up. But it's not as easy as it sounds like. <laughs> I'm doing the down attack, but for whatever reason, I'm just like swinging a normal attack and I'm not actually triggering the thing while two enemies are flying at you. And I'm like, well, that's that's frustrating when it doesn't <laughs> just for whatever reason doesn't input that way. So mm. they're not super common occurrences, but they are enough to to notice. But overall, I think the game's better than its its disadvantages. But yeah, that's what I own, but I've not tried like yeah. I own it on the PC. So maybe I'll kick it open. Yeah, it's I, and I guess I was expecting I wasn't expecting something as dark. Yeah, yeah, it's um, pretty. It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty grim. But that's very much a like they they compared a lot to like they almost call it a souls like saying it's kind of a a dark theme, but also that you it's are kind of punishingly souls, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like when I first saw the the. Like the screen cap for it on all the, the, the storefronts or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what a cute little game. Do, do, do. And then I started up and I'm all, well, this is just. It's a cute little guy with cute little bug people and. Sad and depressing. Yeah. <laughs> but but you're also, the other game you're playing is the other one I forgot to mention that I mm-hmm. sat down and really started getting into this week too. Dead Souls. Yes. Which I was very excited to talk about last week, but I died. Right. Uh, your cells were dead. Did you lose your cells? Yeah. yeah. And. and <laughs> I think playing Hollow Knight on the backside of Dead Cells was also a hindrance because I think Dead Cells does a lot of things a little bit better than Hollow Knight does, even though they're they're fairly similar in a mm-hmm. way. Um, you you die and you kind of restart, but Hollow Knight you're continuing through Dead Cells, you completely start over. But for mm-hmm. some reason, it feels less punishing, which is kind of interesting. Um, but I think the controls are very tight in that game. Um, I never really feel like I'm I missed something because there's not a lot of weird interactions either. It's like you jump and you do attacks. It's like you're not I'm not s- swiping on funny mushrooms that end up being trampolines and they're set at random points in the map. Um, mm-hmm. But the game does a really good job at I think making you feel like you've done something every time you run through the game. Right. I've played it uh, quite a number of hours at this point and I've progressed pretty far through the different environments um probably two-thirds or so of the way through the game and i've unlocked most of the like abilities that like the wall jumping and things that allow you to do other things and unlock newer areas so but it's a 
that is a very solid game that I would recommend to anyone. And Cliff, as someone who doesn't like super hard games like that, it enjoyed it. So I yeah. think there's mm-hmm. something to that. I think that, like I, I've said this, I may have actually said this in the podcast, but I think that the thing I like about that game is that every run, even if it's a bad run, still gets you souls or cells sorry right right um and you're so, always gaining something yeah you can take a bad run and make it into a run like uh, sometimes even very purposefully saying like hey i've already blown my extra life i've already you know like i'm not getting the drops i want that's fine i'm just going to use this run to get as many cells as i can and you know maybe clear out a level not just go on to the next one um to to make that as productive as you can yeah cool 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 Nice. Um, also, Burrito Bison. Are yeah. you still playing that? Yes, I am. <laughs> I love that game. Thank you for turning me on to yeah. that. I have not spent a single dollar, and I feel like I have progressed just right. crazy. Because I do awesome. not mind hitting play on that video for that pinata and just <laughs> letting it go for 30 seconds. Love that. It's not great. Yeah. yeah, I didn't mind either, but I was, at some point they were like 50% off the ad thing, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll pay. I'll pay four dollars for that or whatever it was. And now you don't have to watch yeah, ads. I don't have to watch ads. So oh, it's kind of worth it when they give you that flash sale or whatever. So I know. And see, I almost did that on the guy because I like flashy. And when it's a sale, I'm really into it. Yeah, and I, I did. It was totally worth it. So. Ah. Clifford, what are you playing? So I've got a couple of things. Um, I so noticed. Apparently I finished uh, Yoko's Island Express, which again, really, really recommend that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have a Switch, if you want to get it on Switch right now, I paid eleven ninety nine for it last night. such night. a good deal. Yeah. Such a good deal. It's normally it's about, 20 bucks. I wouldn't say it's like seven or eight hours, so mm-hmm. it's a... It's got some depth to it, um, and I didn't even get like I didn't hundred percent it either. So well, you get to play a poop bug. Okay. You get anyway. to play as a dung beetle. Yeah, <laughs> um, a posted delivering dung beetle. Right. Yeah. He's the, he's the new postmaster. Um, I picked up Guacamelee Two when it came out. Um, it's currently ten percent off. Um, if you owned Guacamelee, mm-hmm. it well, it may not. It was it was ten percent off for the first week. Um, and then if you own Guacamelee, you got another ten percent off. So I got it for like sixteen bucks. Nice. Um, it's. If you liked the first one, this is everything you liked about the first one, just better. It's got better graphics. It's got, um, you can play it four-player co-op instead of just two-player co-op. Um, it's got a really fun story. It's just it's just great. It feels great. It's got, it's just great. How, <laughs> like, is it, I've got a feeling it's great. It's so good. Okay. And it's it's got a great soundtrack, and the characters are these wacky luchador you know, I, there's just nothing. I, there's nothing bad about it. There's, there's absolutely nothing bad about it. Segments there's more. <laughs> the first boss is literally a guy who talks to chickens like Gonzo from the Muppet Show. It's absolutely fantastic. That's crazy. I love everything about it. Um, I've played it only. I've only played it co-op so far. So me and my kid are playing it co-op, and we're about halfway through it. Maybe, maybe, maybe not quite halfway through it, but we're we're making really good progress and just having so much fun doing it. It's. Uh, it's just great. If you like Metroidvania games, it's it's 100% worth it. I like, love playing the first one. Just go get it right now. It's so good. It's so good. I can do that. Good. Excellent. Yes. Um, and then I also started um, Assassin's Creed Origins. The oh, you just started Assa- it? Yeah. Well, you know, I started it. I got about two or three hours into it when it came out. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, just got kind of frustrated with it. I, really? I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't enjoying myself. I was making bad decisions in the game and dying, and it just wasn't having fun. Okay. Um, 
So I started it back up again um, on my PC because I played it originally on the Xbox. Started again on my PC thinking like, hey, if I hate it, I can always use the slider, like that new control panel they gave you to make it less hard. Right. Um, Got about an hour and a half into it and thought, you know what? Like, I would way rather be playing this game on my giant TV. Mm -hmm. So I went back to my Xbox version of it and have been playing it from there. So does it it have the same control panel on the Xbox? Okay, I couldn't because I'm not, I'm about, I'm going to say I'm probably halfway through that game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I'm a solid 20 hours into sure. it. Yeah. Um, and I want to go back and finish it just because I, first of all, I like to finish it before, um, Odyssey comes out. Yeah. Uh, just, just because this is the, what, what they've done with Assassin's Creed into this new generation of their, their game is so good. I yeah. just really, really enjoy what they've done. And Odyssey is just going to take it even that much further into it. And I kind of wanted to fit it in because it's like, I think the last time I'm going to have time for like a big AAA game between now and when the big AAA games start coming out, you like know, in, in a week. month or so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it was, it was kind of that last opportunity. So I've been playing, playing that and, and really enjoying myself. I just like slowed everything down a little bit, started like hitting a bunch of side quests, leveling myself up. The side you know. quests are so good. They're super fun. And, and they're so, not, they're not insanely difficult. No. They're really interesting. And even though they're variations on one another, it never feels like you're doing the exact same thing over and over again. And it's nice that you can just, like, explore a little bit. And, yeah. I don't know. Like, the only like the only criticism I would have about that game right now is that once you've played a Ubisoft game, you've <laughs> literally played all of Ubisoft game. Yes. It's just like, this is just Far Cry 5 in a desert, <laughs> you know, yeah. which is fine. Um, you know, different plot line. Um when you really get to the cutscenes where you find out like the guy's motivations for going after these these guys that he's going after, it's it's very good. The story's the story's really enjoyable. I've I've had a good time playing it. So um definitely I'm gonna try and get that one beaten like the next two weeks, I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. So um but I'm also playing I, I took a little break from that to play the Trials Rising beta, which I that? cannot talk about because it is under oh. under NDA. Um, the thing I will say is that next February there's a motorcycle racing game coming out and I'm a hundred percent gonna buy it day one. <laughs> Can you say that? I, I mean you I, just did. I, I, so I did, go so with I don't know. That I guess we'll see. You had that opinion before that is also this. true. So I'm like, yeah, uh, this was gonna be that was the case before you even tried this. Yeah. So can't say anything about it, but hmm, yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's what I'm doing. Oh, good. Well, cool. Well, that's what we've been playing. If you uh, feel like we're not playing something that we should be playing, please drop us a note in our Discord or message us on Facebook or whatever and just tell us what we should be doing. I forgot I played more Overwatch. Hmm. You've played more Overwatch? Yeah. I tried to play Overwatch with him and it didn't work. I played Overwatch with Vinny this weekend. Yeah. One thing I tried playing, believe it or not, Fortnite. I downloaded it onto the PC and got everything all set up. However... I don't know if I was just missing something in the process because um, I went ahead and threw him like five bucks for whatever that starter pack yeah. of crap was. And I'm like, yeah, five bucks. I can totally uh-huh. do that. Tried loading into the game and all I could choose was squad. Interesting. I couldn't figure oh, out strange. how to play a single player match at all. I wonder if there was having problems at that moment. Is that something that's happened before? Yeah. Where like the single player there's, would go there, offline ha- and squads only available? I'm not going to say that exact instance, but I think there's been times where certain lobbies were not available at certain times. Okay. So, cuz I thought you that might was have weird. got stuck in something, so I would just say try it again. Yeah, is there the launcher kind of does it is it kind of buggy-ish once it's in a, a while? Is it weird? It, it seems always- pretty good, but yes, there's are times when it's down or is having issues. So, so like a Saturday at like 
11 a.m. would probably be a high traffic day because yeah. all yeah. the kids are okay. I, don't. I, I think that may be high traffic all the time. I don't know if well, there's yeah. downtime You're for probably Fortnite. not wrong. Yeah. Anyway. Overwatch um, was fun. I played the uh, the hamster character. Nice. Because I hadn't played since he got released, and he's awesome. Is he? Yeah. Nice. Anyway, that's. I was sick and kind of forgot about that, so. Cool. Uh, Good. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Um, all right. If you are listening to us on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcast from or the uh, Apple Podcast app, make sure you like us, subscribe to us, review us. We got these really cool stickers in today that are so cool. They're so cool that they're magnets. I know. <laughs> That's right. They look like our original, like our OG uh, stickers. That's why I called it a sticker. Plus, it sticks to metal, so it's technically a sticker. Shut yeah. up, Dylan. <laughs> I did the exact same thing, though. I was showing to our boss. I'm like, hey, look, we got stickers. And Dylan's like, except they're magnets. I'm like, yes, those. Anyway. It's obvious day at camp, duh. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, like us and all that stuff wherever you find your podcasts and help us get into more people's ear holes. That would be awesome. Also, uh, we are an official Humble Bundle partner, bitemepodcast.com slash humble. Go there, buy your Humble Bundles, and we'll get a little kickback from that. We can even get all of it if you so choose. Did you know that? I did. Yep. Yeah, because you noticed you got you like 12 probably, bucks. You should probably support charity instead. Yeah, I decided <laughs> that when I bought the, I bought a bundle. Oh, I bought the Jackpack Jack Party Pack. pack. Yeah. Um, and it was like 12 bucks and you got to select where the money went. <laughs> and and I'm went, like, I'm giving it all to me. To me. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, charity. Uh, so, yeah, so there's that. You can go to bitemepodcast.com slash humble. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com. Slash bite me podcast. These are a lot of website addresses I'm throwing out. So if you ever need them at all, you can find them at bitemepodcast.com. <laughs> another website. Find another one. Other website. Or find us in our Discord, which you can also anyway. Um, bite me podcast or patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Got a few different levels of uh, patronage you can get on board with. And we just got another producer level patron. So yes. thank you to. Uh, Michael Kennedy, and his last name doesn't show up because it's too long. Michael oh. Kennedy, and it's also French, so I... <laughs> oh. uh, Gauthier, if I'm going to guess, but... <laughs> Go, how's... G-A-U-T-H-I-E-R. Gauthier? Gauthier? It's not even French, it's Quebecois, too, so... It's what? Uh, the French, French they speak in Canadian. Oh, I'm like, I'm, so, I'm officially lost, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, thank, thank you. you, Michael. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, Michael. Yeah. Now we have to cheer for every uh, producer. No, Thanks, I would do something different for everyone. Okay. Um, and who are the rest of our producers? We have Alan Schulte uh, with an E. Uh, Austin Palmer, which is your, you know, Austin, right? Yeah, he's my one of my best friends, little brothers. Thanks, Austin. We love you. Uh, and we have Jack Irish, who is our, our wonderful Australian listener, who just got his magnet today. Which so, is awesome. So magnets. Magnets. <laughs> <laughs> stickers on metal. Okay. <laughs> metal then, stickers. Metal stickers. They're not stickers that are metal, but they stick to metal. Stop that. <laughs> and then, obviously, some of our folks that have been supporting us forever, Joel Cole Jr., Kevin Schuld, and Vinny. <laughs> Champa, Champa. Vin, I'm, Champa. I'm going with Champa. <laughs> it's Champa, but we can call him Champa. Perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for your support. We really appreciate it. Um, Happy yeah. first day of school, Vinny. Oh. Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to say that we have had a, it seems like a, like when every once in a while in like sports, they have like an expansion and they add a couple teams. Like, I feel like we've had one of those with our community lately. And yeah. we've just like had a small, quick influx. Yeah, of, there's been a ton of new people, of in, the people in the discord so cool. and patrons and things like this. So I just want to say 
Thank you for that. That's the best part about this is when 100%. we get more connections that way because I think not just us, but there's plenty of people in that Discord that also benefit from that and love to be a part of this yep. community and love to have people to play games with. So that's what we're doing this for. So Hell yeah. Yep. Thank you. And I can't wait till we get to a million downloads. We're <laughs> almost not there. No. <laughs> um, but it'll be cool when we do. Yeah, yeah. Like five years from now. Done. I think we're going to get there quicker than that. Probably. I think we yeah. will. I don't know when exactly. But anyway, uh, so yeah, if you want to be a patron of ours as well, you can do that for as little as $1 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. All right. Got a few things to talk about in this next little segment that we like to call news. That's the one. I tried doing it last week and it was not... <laughs> It was not the tea. It was not okay. It was not, yeah. So, all right. So let's go ahead and talk about this because it is one of the first mass shootings to affect the gaming community directly that left three dead, including the gunman, over this past weekend, right? Yeah, yeah I believe Sunday. It, it's sad because these things happen so often that it's that it's like, oh, look, there's another one. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to say this is at least the first noteworthy one that's affected you know the gaming community in particular yeah and um so it, it is it's a sad thing to to talk about but and it's, it's bringing up a, a lot of conversations norm. around safety at events like this mm-hmm. um esports are becoming a thing and and sometimes they're you know big regulated things at an arena where you know that you have an arena security but sometimes they're not like but this wasn't actually an ea sanctioned tournament to figure out kind of who their madden player of the year was um and and the the two players that uh, were killed are very very prominent people in that community. Like these are people that very well could have won this tournament this year. Mm-hmm. So you know it's it's just it's just a tragedy, really more than anything. And it's a tragedy that it casts a it's it makes it a very easy target for people that are commenting on video games in a way that um, isn't real you know it's it's very easy for them to say oh well obviously video games cause, cause violence because this person was violent um and when you're when you're not when you're when you're using that as an excuse um it's a very convenient excuse um even right. though every study shows that that's not true so right, right. yeah um if anything this this just brings up so many different things that need to continuously be addressed no Violence in video games doesn't need to be addressed. Who has access to some of those games? Maybe, but yeah. that's more of a commentary on, you know, mental health care in our country, sensible gun control laws in our country. Who has access to guns and these types of games in our country? Yeah. Those are the issues that need to be addressed. So yeah. I'm hoping that people don't latch onto this, and I know they will, been tw- try and twist it into <clears throat> something that supports their own Agendas. narrative and agenda. Um, but let's say what it is. There is an issue in this country with sensible gun rights and mental health care. Yeah. And it's something. And also it also speaks to the toxicity that can happen within the gaming community and the gaming culture, especially with a lot of online stuff. Be more aware of who you're talking to and or not necessarily who you're talking to, but how you're talking to people you don't yeah. know. Right. You don't know their life. You don't know their struggles. You don't know what they had done in their day. Yeah. But I think it also speaks to the huge amount of stress on these people too, mm-hmm. like being an esports person or being a, a like a professional streamer, um, you know, that's streaming eight or 12, 10, 12, 15 hours a day is incredibly hard and takes a, a great toll on people's mental health. Um, and it, it probably is something that Twitch probably should be looking at more, like not letting you stream 12 hours a day. Right. Um, this is, I mean, the, the sad thing is this, this is recent, but a YouTuber 
ex, uh, killed two people over the same weekend, uh, drove his McLaren in oh. the wrong way on the freeway right. and, and ran into a car and killed a mother and her daughter. So, you know, there's a yeah. lot of no excuses, but there's right. a lot of stress in these and, and people need to people need to look out for their own mental health um, and, and other people that are around them need to look out for their mental health as well. Right. And it's it's still such a new field like yeah. this video game as a profession thing it's like we know that pilots are under a lot of stress because pilots have been piloting for a while now mm-hmm. but like this is this is a fairly new thing so we're still learning about and, it, and it's such a your own independent producer of this stuff so it's like that's really you there's no one really looking out for you yeah. so at some point like where does that help come from for these people? A pilot has to go through training and then fly thousands of hours before they let right. them fly a passenger and jet. And then there's certain procedures and protocols that only allow them to fly so much. And there's certain facilities for them when they're like it's there's certain precautions taken because they know of the importance that they I mean, not only they have a huge responsibility piloting <laughs> an aircraft, but right. like themselves and the other people. So um, and it's. Yeah. Right. Well, again, it all starts with how you conduct yourself online with other gamers. You don't know these people. Pretend like they're your best friends. Treat them like you would. Just be kind. Treat them how you would in person. Like, to me, don't treat anyone different because they're not there. Um, You know, a lot of people wouldn't say the things they do if they were face to face with you um, Mm -hmm. for one reason or another. Um, So, I mean, that's a good place to start. Exactly. Uh, If you all have any thoughts on this or want to have a discussion about it, we've got a Facebook group that we'd love to invite you to or like our page. And, uh, yeah, keep the discussion going. Talk about your thoughts on it. We'd love to hear. Definitely. All right. Up next, Microsoft last week officially announced Xbox All Access. And this is really cool. Um thing. A a game changer, you might Uh say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh, shut up. You know, I didn't see that coming, but I, I should have seen that coming. Right. Um, so Cliff is clearly super excited. You should have seen him bouncing up and down in his chair trying to talk to me about it earlier today. I, he's a mad scientist. <laughs> so what I told Adam is, is like, this is amazing to me, not because anyone can get an Xbox now. Like, I mean, this this puts an Xbox within reach of almost anyone who wants one. Like I it's it's completely valid that coming up with 250, $350, $500 is hard. It's yeah. really hard. That's a lot of money. Coming up with $22 a month that a includes <laughs> Game Pass and Xbox Gold mm-hmm. is way less hard. Well, I mean um, if you think about it like if you want a new iPhone you're looking at about a thousand dollars, and yeah. yeah, all the carriers subsidize that, and you are not subsidize it anymore, but you can make payments yeah. on it, similar to how you'd make payments on right. an Xbox. But then you have to pay for the service of your cell phone company on yeah. top of it, so you're getting everything in one little package. Well, and, and I mean, the reality too is that for twenty two dollars a month. You don't have to buy any new games if you don't right. want to. That's you'll get all you have you'll to have pay. so much between gold and Game Pass. You will have more games than you will ever be able to play all of. Oh yeah. Um and you also have things like Fortnite. And f- exactly. Which is a huge experience that people just play that and it's free. So you have access to the games that are just kind of free to play too. So. I don't know. I keep looking at this deal. I'm like, dude, I should get another Xbox. And I'm like, I have three. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> I'm just, but well, it's I'm such a great deal. I'm pissed because I just bought the Xbox. Don't get me wrong. I love my Xbox yeah, One yeah. X Scorpio edition. But <laughs> I'm kind of like, oh, it would have been cool to actually, what's cool is you actually end up saving money off of MSRP. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, when you, you at, when you look at the whole cost of everything. If you buy a 1S with this deal, I think you save like $120. Yeah, and if you, you buy an X, you save about 20 bucks. Yeah. Um, and really, the only thing you have to do is commit to making these payments over two years. And then at the end, it's yours. Yeah. Um, and you do that with your phone. Yeah. I mean, I just... But what I was telling Adam and, and Dylan was that, I, like, I think this is really cool, but more so, I'm starting to see, like, a pattern in what Microsoft is doing. They're they're breaking down barriers to games um, so that anyone can play them. Um, and they're, they're focusing on games that are big games you're going to play with your friends, um, that you're going to play forever. You know, it's, it's the Sea of Thieves. And the um, State of Decay twos, and the upcoming Forza, which is all online, and I think Crackdown has you know multiplayer, and they're creating, they're they're giving you these experiences that for twenty two bucks a month you can play with all of your friends because it includes gold, and I mean, and they just launched Halo Five, which has a bunch of co op stuff. Well, and you know. you've also got all the Gears games and all the other Halo games and all the other multiplayer games that are on Game Pass that you can jump in yeah. and play all these games. But plus, they're creating all these new. You know. I just I see this as Microsoft is leaning super hard into creating a community of gamers that is going to carry them into the next generation. And like the the like asterisks with this right now is they're saying this is for limited time only. So there's no guarantee how long it'll last. There's no guarantee that you'll be able to do this with whatever their next generation right, system yeah. is. But you've got to think if this works. It's pretty cool, yeah. I mean, could you imagine buying your next system and just going like, oh, hey, day one, I'm paying 50 bucks a month or I'm paying 30 bucks a month or I'm right. paying whatever right. rather and I'm than, getting everything I need to play. Rather than thinking two years ahead of time, saving money. To yeah. Learn. It's kind of an arbitrary but thing. But I mean, it's can just... you also think if, you know, so let's say, you know, we're looking at new systems probably between a year and two from now. Like nobody knows, right. but a year and two from now. I want to say that I heard a rumor people are talking about possibly seeing a PS5 as soon as like the, the middle end of next year. That's what I've heard, like March, May of weird. next year. Like announced in the middle of the year and launched at the end. Could be. I mean, who knows? But but could you imagine if... if Which the, would piss me off because I just got my PS4 Pro. Right? <laughs> could you imagine though if you came to that, that point in time where you're like, okay, I need to buy one. I can either put out... Four or five hundred dollars for a PlayStation, or I can put out forty bucks today for an Xbox and have everything I need. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a game changer. Um, and you know, one thing I like, I'm not going to crap all over the PlayStation because I, I like my PlayStation. I have yeah. I have two of them, so you know, I mean, I granted I do have more Xboxes, but it's neither here nor there. <laughs> it's a it's a thing. You're a crazy person, I guess. Um, I buy them so I can play co-op with my kids. Like I'm not a collector. Um, <laughs> but anyway, if you look at the exclusive experiences on the PlayStation, they're almost all single player games, and which is great. Right. Um, when you look at the games that are coming out on the Xbox, they're not. They're multiplayer software as a service games to play with your friends. And so all of a sudden, being able to play with your friends is a big thing. And that's how we play these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, I play so many online games with friends. And it's it's a way to keep track of people. It's a way to hang out with people. It's a way for me to hang out with my brother who lives in a totally different state. Right. Um, and I think Microsoft recognizes that. I, I don't know. I'm going to try and gather all my thoughts together and make it into something. But, like, I'm, you know, that that's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like one of those people in like a crazy crime drama where I've got all these pictures and oh, yeah. red yarn and stuff. <laughs> I just haven't quite figured out how it all connects together. Yeah, you'll so. figure it out. Yeah. Um, and a related question from Alan. So we'll just get to this right now. What future changes to the video game console environment will this bring? And do you think it'll be successful enough to effectively force Sony and Nintendo to follow suit? I 
I mean, Dylan's no. bad pun is, I think, right, though. I think it is a game changer. Um, I... It, 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 I it could be it could be a game changer, but I will think it. I think it will at least make Nintendo and Sony pay attention. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna completely overhaul their business model for stuff well, just think, because of I this mean, right now. If Sony hasn't learned other things already, then like, are they really gonna do anything differently? Probably I, not. I mean, they sold but, what eighty million of their PS4s are out there in the wild right now. Obviously, what they're what they've done has worked for them up till <laughs> recently. But like you said in last week's episode, you know, the small things that Xbox and Microsoft did at their launch of the new their new system just kind of screwed them this generation. Yeah. So let's see what happens I, beginning and next. I kind of have, I guess, two thoughts is one, like the the research that I, I I'd read some research that said the reason that Nintendo, the reason that Xbox is willing to do this is because they found that people that subscribe to Game Pass buy more games. I don't um, believe it. Yeah. <laughs> and and so it makes monetary sense for them to get as many people inside game pass right. as they can um and like you know when you're in there you're like oh i don't do i need any other thing but it's also this is also i think encouraging people to buy a second system um right and so maybe sony doesn't need to do this this generation but if they don't i would be very worried about sony next generation because right. i think <laughs> what you're gonna have a bunch of people doing is is the people that are buying xboxes now are people that already own playstations and i mean like adam adam can speak for this when was the last time you turned on your playstation see he's thinking real hard when was the last time you turned on your xbox and maybe he's thinking hard about that too. Um, I've been really wrapped up in this really, really it's a small little it's game little called small Monster thing. Hunter World on my PC, yeah. so yeah. it's kind of. But been you know a what I mean? Song. Like, but I, yeah, no, like I, I know that you've played your Xbox recently, or uh, much more recently than you've played your PlayStation. Uh, yes. I know my PS4 is a Blu-ray player. Yeah. essentially <laughs> for me. I, but, I mean, I, I God, now, now I have to now I have to know. I need to yeah. know. I, I swear you told me that. But anyway, I think that that's what you're getting is that that people are picking up their Xbox as their second, and then all of a sudden finding out a ton of their friends are on it, and finding out there's all these fun multiplayer games to play together, and not that they're not going to turn on their Switch to play their God of Wars and their Monster Hunters and right. their uh, I guess that wasn't exclusive, but you know what I mean. They're they're not going to not play. The exclusive games on it, but they're going to go back to their Xbox when they're done, right? Which to me, like that's always this, how it's been. For this me. is a brilliant, this is a brilliant ramp into the next generation for Xbox because they're going yeah. like, "Hey guys, look at us!" And then when the time comes, yeah. you really or have to think about what you're doing. Whole bunch of backstock Xboxes to get too. rid of, and they're just like, "Here's yeah. a fun way to get rid of it." I, I think I think there's a very good possibility that PlayStation will follow the same lead. I don't think the Switch ever will. There's Nintendo so, will it's never. Just different. It's, it's so just different. a different thing. Yeah. And, and I mean, frankly, it's relatively inexpensive. You know, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's two hundred dollars less than an Xbox One X. Yeah, it's really affordable. Really. Um, I think it's funny because to me, this is like, it's just Fortnite with Xboxes. Yeah. It's like, it's not free like Fortnite, but they're like, well, if we make it really cheap for people, we can get Xboxes in their home. And yeah. then if they have Xboxes in their home, they'll spend money on Xbox stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's the same thing. It's like, if you put out a good product that you can put in everyone's home, now they're in that ecosystem, mm-hmm. they buy stuff. Well, it's it's the Kindle it's, model. Exactly. It's, it's, it's you get Kindles as cheap as you possibly can and people buy books. Who knew? Yeah, and you're selling something that's literally free. It's like yeah. the digital games don't really have any value other than where it they need to host those things. Like, right. yes, they did when they were made, but 
in theory, their their service, the Xbox Live service itself, and Game Pass, just the ability to download. There's no actual physical product that has any real. It yeah. doesn't take up space on a shelf. It really has no value. It's like it's just right. air. Yeah. My guess so, is too is that Microsoft is still making money on these Xboxes, or if they're I'm not, sure. like they don't make that much money on hardware anyway. The money's in software, and so it may just be like they're willing to either break even or even lose a little bit of money in order to get people in front of an Xbox. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm super. I'm I'm so excited over what the next year or two is going to bring. I'm, I'm absolutely just buzzing. I'm considering testing this out. Because I don't have a One X, so oh, it's a perfect chance to smart. to uh, go go to the Microsoft store and see. I only have one Xbox One X. I only have one as well, and I'm not buying another one. <laughs> I don't put a, put a One <laughs> X in me, my I don't bedroom. Need it. Yeah. Um, in other Microsoft news, you remember they started buying up little studios over uh, the last six months or so. A couple. <laughs> Just a few. Um, turns out they're interested in acquiring even more new studios. Yeah, I think this is a very – and it's an interesting strategy. I think, think first of all we should say that this quote comes um, courtesy of head of Microsoft Studios, Matt Booty. Um, <laughs> I love your name, Matt. <laughs> but essentially what he's talking about is that Microsoft is looking to buy – Double A studios, studios that have between 50 and 100, 100 employees that are making interesting games that right. they can put on Game Pass that they can put on Game Pass. Hell, like, yeah. Literally, he Something says that. To, it's like like it's just it's Netflix. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's so smart. Like I tell you, man, there's all these red lines. <laughs> it's just yarn. I can see it's, the smoke coming out of yarny. your hair. It's yarn. Because <laughs> you're thinking. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, but I mean, yeah, if you buy up all these great studios that are pushing out these almost triple yeah. A titles that people are paying attention to yeah. that are, that are doing really well, like the Ninja Theory. Ninja Theory. With, and that's uh, what he says. It's exactly Hellblade. Ninja Theory. So, and you could push all that content right there to Game Pass as soon as, the, as they're yeah. like, well, we're done. Here you go. So they're looking for established studios <laughs> that are putting out a game every two or three years that are high quality, that are unique. And then they're also kind of saying like, hey, we're going to get out of the way. Like, we just want you to make interesting, unique games, put out one every two or three years. It's going to go into Game Pass. And that's all we want. You know, mm-hmm. we'll help you be funded. And that's, that is like, as a gamer... That's exactly what I want every studio to do. Get out of the way of interesting people making games and then give them to me for free. I- <laughs> right. <laughs> or for a low price or that I pay monthly. for a nominal subscription yeah. price. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. It's brilliant. Cool, well, I mean, cool, cool. It, it, the thing is it works for Netflix because, like, they have 120 million subscribers a month that pay them and they're well, launching like twelve bucks. And how many? And how many um, uh, Netflix original programming? Like I want to say before the end of the year, you can't even keep trying. You couldn't watch it all if you wanted to. Do at you this remember point. though, like when you first like, oh, I'm going to watch all these new Netflix movie things yeah, because they're, they're all so good. And, and now I'm like, people talk no about way. it. I'm like, whatever. There's I, no way. Well, then, so this is what my concern would be: is if it does follow that Netflix model of just acquiring all these different, you know, say filmmakers like Netflix or these creators, eventually. You're just going to start getting a ton of crap because I love Netflix and I love a lot of the shows on there. And a lot of their original content is pretty compelling or interesting to a degree. Mm -hmm. But there are still just tons more what we'd call shovelware. But you know what's awesome though? You don't have to watch it and someone still got paid to make it. 
Yeah. I think the reality is, too, is but like... Doesn't, the, it, doesn't it... At what point... Game at what is, point do you end up going, well, I would get that, but I know that 80% of the stuff that's on there is garbage. I think that game development is slightly different, um, especially curated game development when you're talking about working with a big studio. Right, right, um, right. Just because the development times are longer. Um but I also think that hopefully what we'll see instead is way more inventive stuff or way more stuff across a wide variety of genres. You know, I mean, right. there are so many different genres for people to play in. I mean, is there a possibility that, yeah, some of it's going to be bad? Of course, some of it's going to be bad. Like, I mean, stuff's not always going to hit. I'm just going to yeah. say, like, real quietly, Crackdown 3. Um, I think I think that's going to be a pleasant surprise. It may surprise. shock me. It may absolutely shock me. But you know what I mean? But I mean, even – even uh, I guess the, the thing is, is when I think about things like that, State of Decay 2 was in no way a perfect game. But that did not stop me from putting like 20, 25 hours it's into it. Because it was free. Right. And I played it with my friends. Yeah. Right. You know? I mean the, the – Your expectation – your bar is way lower when you – Way lower. When you didn't have to go spend a money willy-nilly – in hopes yeah. that this game's going to be good. And I get to play it with, like, to me, gaming, a lot of my gaming nowadays is almost just an excuse to hang out with people. Like, Sea of Thieves right. is a perfect, a perfect thing for that. You hang out on a boat. I mean, some real people go out on a boat and have a few beers and hang out with their friends and fish. <laughs> I stayed at home, didn't get a sunburn, didn't have a hangover. Didn't drink and a beer. got to hang out on a boat with my friends and kill pirate skeletons. It's different strokes, yo. Yeah, right. I, <laughs> I guess the thing is, like, and when you talk about, you know, that that you know price to price for entry being so low, it's like instead of walking into it and then walking away, going, "Well, that wasn't very good." You give, you walk around. Well, that wasn't very bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's the, right. that's the difference. Yep. And, and so. the thing is, it's like if you and your four friends have Game Pass, you all have that game, so you can say, "Hey, this goofy game came in. Let's play it." Right. Yeah. And then you had you. You play it for 30 minutes and it maybe wasn't the best game, but you just had fun playing it yep. and you can move on to something else. Yep. So the barrier to entry is literally zero. Yeah. It's, it's like good. watching a bad movie and being like, that movie was pretty bad, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> and you're still like, it, you still had it. You still enjoyed it because you experienced right. it with someone else. It's not just, you don't always have to be playing these crappy games by yourself, like in your dark room by yourself, eating popcorn by yourself. So, right. Recent movie that I saw where I walked out going, well, that wasn't very good, but laughing about it was uh, The Happy Time Murders. Oh. I heard that's pretty bad. Oh, it's so bad. It's I still so want to see it, though. real bad. It's like, yeah. like, why did they make that bad? It, it is totally, why did they make that bad? Funny thing, I didn't realize it had been in development for about six years wow, with different wow. female leads attached to it Why? over the years. That's a, that's well, a go sc- watch it and you'll understand. I don't know. That's a, <laughs> I feel like that's a script that comes across your desk and you're like, you just toss it in the trash. Because it's like, I when I watched the trash, I was like, what is oh, this? Oh, it was bad. It was what bad. Is but this? It, was, it was a fun bad. It was a fun, yeah. ridiculous puppets doing naughty it. things. I mean, it's been done and it's been done better. But it's right. still, at the very know. end of the day, it's puppets doing naughty things. That's so, always fun. Unless Trey Parker and Matt Stone are doing it, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> this was Jim Henson's Yeah, I was going to say Jim, Henson, Jim know, Henson's but, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. That was a lot. Uh, Streets of Rage 4, the game that everybody asked for, I guess. <laughs> or nobody, but or everyone's nobody. pleasantly surprised I by. I will say, like, my, named nobody my asked Twitter for feed w- lit up when this oh, game was announced. People are freaking lit out. Up. Um, no release date, no platforms, nothing announced. Other than the fact that Streets of, Rage, Streets of Rage 4 is currently in the works. I'm in. Yeah. Are you? The last yeah. one came out in 1994. 
So we're talking tw- almost 25. It'll be 25 years. I love that game. I mean, I guess the thing now, Streets of I don't know if I've played any of the Streets of Rage games. We're just talking like beat em up, right? Yeah, it's a 2D oh, yeah. brawler beat em up. It's like the it's Ninja like Turtles game. It's like Golden Axe. It's yeah. like the Simpsons beat em up game. It's mm-hmm. like. If you, if you ever played in the 90s, if you yeah. ever, ever played one of those arcade machines that had four controllers, yeah. but this is only a two player, isn't it? I think it's yeah. only two. Axel and Blaze. It's literally it's that game like uh, uh, Final Fight. Yeah, it's like Final Fight. It's like Double Dragon. It's it's that was my jam. And like Castle Crashers is one of my favorite (laughs) games I've played in like the last five years. So I might be down for that. Yeah, Yeah. this will be interesting. Um, I will. I will. I will give it a go. Nothing announced other than the fact they're making it. So do with that what you will. Yeah, yeah. The trailer's kind of cool, though. Baby. Anyway, Um, I don't know why we keep saying that. Because I wrote it. Yeah. If you were curious to know what was going to happen with uh, that twenty percent discount for pre-orders and stuff on Amazon and Twitch Prime, and now you get that ten dollar off thing, there's a list of games that you can use that ten dollars for. So. I will say you said you weren't too impressed with it. No, no, I'm, I'm I'm unimpressed with it just because I think it's kind of a dumb way of doing things. I think it's um, a dumb way of doing things too. I think that they should let you use that ten dollars for whatever. But at least this list of games is pretty solid. Yeah, no. The, the, so I will say two things: is the one bonus of this is it does work on some digital titles, so that's great. Oh, that's good. The second that's thing I will say is I was a hundred percent right. The second this dropped, they opened up pre-orders for Spider-Man, everything else, <laughs> and Red Dead Redemption Two, which pisses me off. Mm. But whatever. Right. Um, do we want to read this list real fast? Because, I mean, there's only 20 of them right now. <laughs> yeah, so right now, if you got that $10 thing... Yeah, you if can you wish it. to do it. If, which what? So these are the games that you can buy and get that $10 with. Oh, this is not... Okay, so what is that $10 worth? Where does that $10 go then? I believe you, you get it on the back end. It becomes yeah. an Amazon credit. So you, so you get you buy the game in the future $60. on anything. Oh, so... Okay, got it, got it. I thought this was... Okay, Understood. Yeah. So essentially what this is is you buy a game from Amazon for 60 bucks. They give you $10 to spend in the future on something else on Amazon. So, I mean, I okay. guess if you buy Which a lot of games, anything. Yeah, you can just you know, roll right, it, roll right, it, right. roll it, roll okay. it. Okay. So, for some reason, I had it stuck in my head the way that that headline was written in the notes that it was like, these are the games that are eligible to use that $10 credit. Oh, no, no. You can get. use a credit. Right. You know, I will say on anything, but I've heard that it's not necessarily <laughs> it's on, on, on anything. It was a quote from Amazon, somebody. It was a, a $10 credit, on, $10 to use on almost anything, in yeah. quotes. So. And you also have to be a Prime member to get this of discount. Course. Yeah. Um, but the games that you can get a $10 credit from are Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which looks fantastic, FIFA 19, which Cliff will be buying, I'm sure, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I'm going to get, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, not going to bother, Battlefield V, um, I might, never mm-hmm. played a Battlefield game, but whatever. This one uh, has a V in it. Yeah, it's right, Battlefield. Uh, Fallout 76. Battlefield. <laughs> just a bunch of fighting baby, baby cows. sheep combat. <laughs> Baby, yeah, baby cow, sorry. Um, Fallout 76, which I think we're all kind of interested in. 100%. Uh, Just Cause 4. I really want to play a Just Cause game. Just Cause. Just Cause. And I think I've actually got Just Cause 3. Yeah, I'd like to try 4. I've heard it's just a fun playground sandbox. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's like wacky Far Cry meets... Wackier Far Cry? Yeah. Robert Rodriguez movie. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Duh. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, you'll get that uh, that credit anthem. Super interested in that. NBA 2K19, bye-bye. Uh, Forza Horizon 4, I'm or into it. Or just get Game Pass, it's free. 
Oh, yeah, then there's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll spend that $10 credit get, on get, 100 games. Get six months of Game Pass. And, anyway. uh, uh, Super Mario Party, which I listened to the GameScoop episode from, was it GameScoop or, no, it was uh, NVC Voice Chat, uh, Nintendo Voice Chat. Uh, they did their podcast from Gamescom in nice. Germany, Germany, and they were talking about how they got to play some of the Mario Party games, and everybody seemed pretty stoked. Nice. Uh, I'm excited. For it. Yeah, me too. Uh, Dragon, Ball Fighters, Fighter, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, <laughs> The Division 2, and Spider-Man, that PS4 exclusive, those are the games that you will get a $10 credit if you pre-purchase. I read the, I read the little details, and there's a lot of them. There's like 45 asterisks for this so game. Many. The way it works is... Sometime between the time you purchase the game and 35 days later, you'll get an email with your credit that has been applied to your account. You have to use that credit in the next 60 days or it expires, and you can only spend it on things sold by Amazon or Amazon Digital Services. So you won't be able to spend it on, like, third-party right. things sold on Amazon. Okay. So a lot of restrictions. Pretty fair, but it's super complicated. Uh-huh. And, like, this totally strikes me as one of those things where I'm like, oh, I'm going to save this to put it for something and then realize on the 63rd oh, day that it's expired. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Boo. Anyway. Um, well, there's that. Okay. Uh, Fallout seventy six Power Armor Edition is gone, and I, well, I would have, I would have spent the money on it he because wants the I power want armor to. Hat that he can wear. I want to sit there and all that stuff, and I want to play that game, and I want to blow things <laughs> up with nuclear bombs. Awful would be wearing <laughs> that while you're playing games. Man, baby, my teacher puffs. Um, so yeah, you, I'm sure everybody saw this set, and Ubi, not Ubisoft, uh, Bethesda, Bethesda, huh. Uh, they told everybody, they warned everybody, they, hey, this is super limited edition. They're not going to make more of this. And sold out like that, and they're like, yo, it's $200. gone. $200. Yep. And what? You got a full-scale wearable T-51B helmet with a voice Hell. modulator and LED headlamp. <laughs> now, Worth. Right? I would do that in a hot second. I wonder if, if I this one actually includes it? the game, because right. often they don't include the game either. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, yeah, Tricentennial Steelbook. Like, it, okay, it, so yeah, it does so, include yeah. the game. A lot of the special editions don't anymore. A tricentennial. I'm like, wait a minute. That's, oh, that's the game's <laughs> thing. I'm like, that hasn't happened yet. Anyway, I, I just want to talk about this because it's silly. But like I said, I guess Adam would have bought it. I, there's Hell a possibility yeah. my dad did. So he oh, loved, my dad put like 400 hours into Fallout 4. So, yeah, like wow. dead serious. He's so hyped for this game. Wow, that's nuts. Um, if you are one of the lucky few people to order one of those, you should message us. I want a picture of that when it comes out. Yeah. If, if my dad bought I one, I want to hear your modulated voice. <laughs> if my dad bought one, I like, I'm not sure he did. I know he wanted to, but if he bought one, I will take a picture of me so cool. wearing it. Um, all right. So for everybody who was fiending for some comics on their Nintendo switch, we'll get ready because all you can read is coming your way. I mean, as long as it's via um, this one service. Yeah. So so tell us Inky about Pem. this. Um, is- mostly I think this is interesting because I think the Switch is actually a pretty good place to read comics because of the kind of layout. I mean, you have to scroll down through the comic. Um, but it's a subscription service uh, from Inky Pen. It's eight bucks a month that will give you an unlimited uh, – it says access to 10,000 graphic novels and comics, um, mostly European um, but it includes uh, IDW and Dynamite and Valiant um, and a couple other ones. So, like, Dynamite's a pretty big publisher of, you know, this isn't Marvel. It's not DC, but it's interesting. But it's also the very first um, non-game 
uh, app to come to the Switch that has uh, that's available internationally. So oh, that's cool. But it's also the first time I think I've ever heard about comics coming to a game platform. Yeah, because so, generally you're not holding it in your hands. And yeah, you don't, you're not going to read stuff on your Xbox yeah. on the TV. It's kind so. of an interesting. Like to me, it's just more of like this is unique and strange. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the reach of it will be, but. It's interesting because I think if you also think of the demographic of Nintendo users, mm-hmm. it probably overlaps more with like yeah. non-mainstream comics. So I don't. I think there is something there that might be. It would be. Cool, I would. I would so. love to see like Comicsology do the same thing. Yeah. So we'll see. Very cool. And we is, do see. we have any idea? Is this launching when now? Uh, November. November. All right. Yep. Cool. Interesting stuff. So now that we covered all the news. People keep talking over Starwipe. Moving up. Now that news is done, we've got questions from a number of people. So let's get right into it. We'll start it with our first and foremost. Hey, yo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, like, do we have to tell Dylan? How did you mess that up? That's the first time you've ever messed it up. This is, it, we usually don't start in the middle, so I'm I'm so used to you counting the names backwards, but we're not. I was at going that to, but there's so many that I'm like, no. See, you screwed it up. I, oh, yeah, I apologize for that. Actually, that was my fault. Like yesterday, I got in. I'm like, hey, we only have two questions. <laughs> people want to give me questions, and a bunch of other people gave me questions. Yeah, and I'm like, oh crap, I forgot right? I had like three questions from last week I didn't use. Anyway, we should do them. All right, so thank hey, you. Yo, Vinny. There you go. <laughs> what you right, got for us this time? Um, Vinny wants to know, if you were forever to dorm with another video game character, um, who would you choose and why? Mm. To dorm, like, live with? Yeah. Like, He okay, just got to school, so. If you were forever to dorm, like, this is saying I that mean, I'm going to be in college forever. Yeah, maybe just for four years. Who do you okay, want to live with that. for four oh, years? four years does feel like forever. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, so who would I live with for four years? I would probably have to give, uh, give that some thought. So you go. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. <laughs> um, Professor Layton. Oh. He's smart. He's kind of English, I think. I don't know if those games have ever been talked, but I always pictured him as being English. Professor Layton. Yeah. Something like that. Something sure. like that. <laughs> so I, I picture him being like a smart dude who who's pretty put together, probably clean, mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be super annoying, except that, you know, I don't know, he could solve puzzles. He could help me do my homework. Seems like a good choice, right? That's fair. Yeah. That's good. Good. Dylan. Dylan, who would you live with? Hopefully somebody who knows how to cut hair. <sighs> What's that supposed to mean? Dylan's hair looks great. Be nice. This is a tight shave, buddy. <laughs> Oh, okay. So who would you live with? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have roommates in college on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was telling Vinny That's yesterday. Fair. I'm like, I have never lived with roommates ever. I went from living at home to living with my wife. It was nice. Yeah, I actively didn't have roommates because I didn't want to deal with that. And then when I did, like, at the end, because I was like, oh, I may as well, like, end it on a good note. And, like, it was not, like... <laughs> it was not a good they note. They were not right? responsible. They didn't know how to take out the trash or do their dishes or any just, like... I don't even know if they knew how to wipe their own self. That that actually is probably very similar to my wife's roommate. Doesn't do the dishes. Doesn't know how to take out the trash. Um, That's you. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Um... I would have so I'm stuck. <laughs> I want to I want to choose somebody that is um what's the word where they're useful? Like, useful. Like like somebody like practical. I yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. I want to be practical in my choice the like Professor Layton of choices you might yeah, say. Yeah, something like that. But at the same time I want to be a total perv. Yeah. 
and you know go with just something ridiculous yeah. like you know uh uh like like cyclops or something yeah like somebody who's just a super badass and smoking hot yeah yeah so like cyclops i think like Cy- anyway cyclops like from the from the x-men yeah okay yeah yeah yeah. he's got that weird eye thing is yeah that... exactly i don't know if i like that i think it's great all right like if anybody ever really ticked me off i would just that... feel like i would i would steal his little visor and i'd be like oh dude i found them check these out and he'd no, open that... it and like just zap whoever it was in front of me all right that's fair i would do that cyclops is a good choice i think he'd be has fun. he been in a video game yeah he's been in the the marvel side scroller mm-hmm. yeah good good choice yeah yeah Dylan? that's what i would do are you still thinking? D- Dylan's just, just living by himself. Yeah, Dylan's just a, a, yeah, I don't. alone forever. Anyway. Well, in college, in college anyway. Not, yeah, I'm not a party guy. So forever like, alone. Right. Mm. Um, John, thank you, Vinny. John, a.k.a. Crawdad, wants to know, do you ever think Beyond Good and Evil 2 is coming out? Yes. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Has it been announced? Yeah. I don't know. I've never played the first at, one. Uh, it was announced at E3 last year. It was playable at E3 this year. Okay. So, yes, I think it is coming out. I, I would very, very, very much doubt it's coming out on current-gen hardware. Um, or if it does, it'll be like... One of its last... Uh, it'll be like, like the last thing, and then they'll immediately port it to whatever the next thing is. Okay. So, yes, I think it is going to come out. I think it's going to be a while. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic that it's good. Did you play the first one? I did. I did not. What good. kind of game is it? A like a kind of adventure kind of kind of thing. Um, it was it was really well known at the time for having a very strong female protagonist when games did not have strong female protagonists. Gotcha, so, gotcha. It's good. Cool. Thank you for that very short and succinct and to the point question. <laughs> right? Product. That's good. Yes and no questions. We like. Well, we like all these questions, but that's that's a good one. All right, super hyper mighty weapon man. What video game character would you get uh, or pick to narrate your life? So <laughs> I'm actually going to steal somebody else's answer um, because uh, one of our new listeners um, answered this question in our chat. And uh, I actually don't know if he listens to the podcast. He, we just hang out and watch each other's live streams. Right. <laughs> so um, and he, he put out a bunch, but one of them was GLaDOS from uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's that's the way to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a psychotic robot. <laughs> that, who is who the one from the Portal 2? GLaDOS. <laughs> oh, um, oh, uh, uh, Wesley. Bill Wesley. Yeah. Wesley. Or is that who, who did the voice? I think it, I honestly think it's Wesley. Yeah, I think it might be too. That God, would, that'd be good. That's actually really good, too. <laughs> Oh good. yeah, good, good, good. Dylan? Dylan? Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> we're going it's, all those are the perfect. Like those are really it's, perfect. Yeah, it's hard to like not pick like that. So yeah, that's good. Uh, so I think one of the other ones he put was uh, the God. Uh, shoot, the guy who plays the the main character in like the Lego Movie, and obviously there's a Lego Movie video game. Not not the Everything Is Awesome guy, but the um, who plays. Like the kind of god character in that game. Um, that's obviously not Will Ferrell either. Shoot, I can't remember his name. The guy that dies at the very, very first of the movie. In which movie? Uh, the Lego movie. Oh, I've not. It's seen and it's it. played by what's his name that plays God and everything from the like the Shawshank Redemption. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> There's yeah. a long path to get there, but yes, Morgan Freeman. Um, one, uh, another one that I would choose actually is what's the robot uh, assistant from the Fallout games? Oh, God, yes. Um, I don't remember Welcome, his name. Welcome, sir, to your yeah, house. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy here. It's been 200 years. <laughs> that guy. I think that'd be awesome. Like a British robot. That'd be super cool, <laughs> I like cool it a too. lot. Uh, thank you for that one, Super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man. All right. Geekopia. 
Michael KG, did our, any uh, one of our newest patrons? Oh, thank you for your patronage, sir. <laughs> uh, did any of you guys ever try a Toys to Life game like Skylanders, Lego Dimensions, Disney Infinity? And what did you think about them? I never did. The closest to the Toys to Life games that I've ever done are uh, use some amiibos here and there. Do, have you de-boxed your amiibos, or you, do no, you scan got, them through the box? <laughs> no, I've got a couple. that. Uh, so I've got Kirby, and I think we used uh, the Samus figure, you know, when yeah, we played yeah. Smash Bros. on the Wii U. Sure. But um, that's really it. I have bought all three of those. Because <laughs> oh you have a child. Because <laughs> I have a child. Um, and Cliff is also a child. <laughs> yeah. Both those things are true. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that... Twisted Life is hard. It really is. Um, I think that Disney Infinity had incredibly good toys. Their toys were awesome. They look fantastic. And you're a Disney fanboy. Yeah, I'm a Disney fanboy. But, like, the quality of them is amazing. Like, once the game stopped being a game, I have a bunch of them out just as, like, display pieces because Mm. they look good. They all share a very common look and feel. um, And they took a lot of very diverse characters and put them all into that look and feel. I think they're great. Right. I thought the Disney Infinity video games were kind of garbage, Um, and it made me really mad that every year you had to pretty much buy, like, the complete set to get the new version. So I have, like, three of the bases, too, Um, instead of just, like, doing it as DLC or doing it as a paid add-on. I thought that was kind of dumb, and I thought the games were really complicated um, to get into, so there's that. Um, I thought Lego Dimensions was awesome. Awesome, and I love that you could take characters from different games into other games. Um, and that that whole thing just went yeah, just the end yeah, of the summer, right? Um, the the hard part about that is I always thought it was kind of a pain that your characters you had to make them, um, and so then when you were moving them around and stuff, they'd break um, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. But also, um, it really wanted you in that game to like take characters on and off of your little base station, move them around. So that was a game where you had to like stand up and go over to your TV a lot, which was really weird. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And my kid has Skylanders. I've never really played it. So, but whatever. Gotcha. I have so many of all three of those characters that we can't do anything with now because whatever. Gotcha. I just knocked my little Batman. Oh no. Flipper finger off. I'm gotcha. Batman. I'm Batman. I'm the Batman. Uh, Dylan, do you ever play any of the toys to life stuffs? I haven't. And I kind of wish I had. I, I was always really interested in this, but I knew, like, deep down I did not need anything else, right. like, collectible like that. And so for me, that was kind of a deterrent, even though I kind of just wanted a game like that. Like, I, why can't I just play a game with cutesy characters yeah. like Skylanders? Like, the characters themselves, like, were interesting and fun, and it looked like kind of a fun beat-em-up, and you don't have a lot of those kind of yeah. games they anymore. They were all so. fun. It just, you know, I, and I don't really know what killed those games either they seemed successful they seemed like they were selling a bunch of crap i don't know i i just like the idea of i like the idea of taking a huge 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 fandom whether that's disney whether that's right. lego whether that's whatever and just squishing it all into one game i right. thought that was really fun so i'm curious to see and i'm kind of wondering why it hasn't happened already like just on the same you know thing with the toys of life or amiibos or whatever because they're all handled through the little nfc chips yep. that are just right there on the bottom of stuff with nfc chips basically an Every single phone now. When are we going to see somebody do something where those that functionality in games or yeah. whatever they do something with your phone? Because like Nintendo already has like that's such I a f- no brainer. I know I that think on the Disney I- Infinity actually you could use the Disney Infinity app with your phone reader with oh, really? the things. Yeah, because the, the iPhone NFC chip is kind of locked down for basically everyone except yeah. Apple. Yeah. Um. But Androids, I mean. 
Wild Wild West there out for there. everybody. So yeah. I'd be curious to see. Thank you for the question, and uh, welcome to the club, Geekopia. Uh, James wants to know, <laughs> um, how much do you think you've spent on video games in the last five to ten years? Wow. That's, does that include, that's, are we saying video games umbrella or games? I would say I'm saying I'm thinking systems, computers, okay, yeah. a, anything that's, to do with very, playing a video that's game. Very different. I mean, I can't. I'm not going to throw TV in there because, like, I no, use TV no. for other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any idea. Thousands and thousands, what was ten, tens ten, of thousands ten of years, dollars. But ten years was 2008. Yeah. So. so I mean, that would include a 360, a Wii U. Three Xbox Ones. Cliff <laughs> <laughs> is a different than right? two Playstations. Is that PS3 Land too? Yeah. Yeah, PS3. Two Switches. Dude. I lost one. Well, yeah, I know, but dude. And a gaming PC. <laughs> yeah, like if you throw that in that there. That actually is probably two gaming PCs. Wow. Um, do I count my, my kids' gaming PC? You've spent the money on it, I did you? pay for at least part of it. Yep. <laughs> um, and an Oculus. So, yeah, you're pushing it a, at least a lot. 10. And then every once in a while, there's a website where you can go in and, and link your Steam library, and it'll tell you how much your Steam library is both worth and then how much it would have cost if you'd paid for it um, at retail pricing. Oh, I kind of want to um, find that. I want to do that. Mine is worth, um, I'm going to say. I think it was six thousand oh, dollars, but stick. I di- but I didn't pay I six thousand dollars for it. On. So, yeah. wow. but that if I bought it all new, it would be ten thousand um, dollars, and that doesn't count any of my um, my console games. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm. Pl- I'm I think gonna, the answer is probably just a lot. A lot. I'm going to say probably close to ten thousand. Yeah, in the last ten years, I'm good. That's that's a fairly low ball estimate well and i mean does that count things like going to pax does it count things nah. like nah. <laughs> you know it's like straight gaming as a hobby games or just games yeah. Uh, yeah i signed an nda with myself so if my family ever asks <laughs> you can't, can't say you don't play yeah games. you don't play games yeah yeah just a, the, a quest, the answer is a lot of money because it's not cheap uh, probably more than I wish to be self-introspective about. Right. <laughs> I, I think when you really get down to it, yeah. I'm like, I could have purchased a car. Yeah. Um, I'd just say it probably, I actually probably spent more money 10 years, like more than 10 years ago, because it would, it would really only be an Xbox, for me, an Xbox One, a PS4, a Wii U, and then... I would have had my PS3 and Xbox 360 mm-hmm. already. What, what so. really worries me is how much of that I've spent in the two years since we started doing this <laughs> no, podcast. Yeah, 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 like, different. Majority of that, I'm not saying, not majority of it, but about half of that. A lot of that. Yeah, so that would be majority. Yeah. Okay, Adam. Yeah, man. A sorry. lot of that, you know. And, yeah. and it's just because we got into it and started, you know, when you sit around talking about video games for at least one solid day a week and talk with people in our Discord every day about cool new video games and you are uh-huh. watching magazines and listening to podcasts and you get excited about a lot of stuff. And you spend money on things, yep. especially when it's pre-order time. Yep. Uh, thank you for the question, James. All right, up next, Fifty Shades of Hey. <laughs> um, and I'm assuming that who, whomever this is. They need to answer is, that question every, they need to ask a question every week. Yeah. yeah. I'm Stay guessing good. whoever this is, that's how they want it to be read. My, my presumption it, is that is correct. That's what they next want. Next time they're in and the Discord, I'll ask. Thank you for that. 
Uh, they would like to know, is there any video game where the villain is actually the good guy? Uh, but the story is told from the other character's perspective. So basically where you're playing the bad guy. Wait, no. So we're the vil- So yeah, you're playing as the bad guy or <laughs> let's see where the villain is actually the good guy. I think so. I think it would be actually you're playing the game from the villain's perspective. Right. Or no, I'm sorry. From. I think that the idea is that the twist is like there would be a twist at some point where the roles are kind of reversed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where as you're the villain and look at yourself as being a good guy, but everyone else right. is right, a right, bad right. guy. Right, right, right. Yeah, uh, Dungeon Keeper, um, which is an old school game, uh, but then more recently, um, oh crap, I've almost bought it a ton of times and then it was free from Twitch and I can't remember the name of it. Well, this question, I was like, well, that's interesting. I, I, I want to look this up. So I actually did a little uh, clicking around and found an article uh, to kind of lead me through some answers for this. Oh, I've not played a lot of these games, but... Tyranny. I, tyranny. <laughs> Un- okay, that's... Put, put a feather in that. There we go. Um, anyway, so some of the games... I, I searched games where you play as the villain or the bad guy. Um, so I found a list, 17 games where you actually get to play as the villain. Oh, nice. And this is on Ranker, so check them out. Ranker's a great site. Um, a game called Overlord. It's a third-person action oh, adventure. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. I've never played that, but depending on how bad you are, different abilities and spells unlock, and you can even change how the game ends. Yeah, depending fable on, games. Yeah. Uh, this was an interesting one. Bet you didn't think about this. Rampage. Oh, yeah. You're playing... Yeah. The character's yeah. destroying the city, so you're yeah. technically the bad, the bad guy, guy, but it's so much fun just to yeah. beat this this up. Uh, a game called Prototype from 2009 oh, on the yeah. PS3 and 360. Yeah. Yep. I think I actually own that. Pretty, you're pretty destructive in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what about... be real, most video games, I think, kind right. of fun. Like, Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto, all Auto of them. Just, <laughs> you are a criminal, but you're yes. kind of doing any. Generally, that's the whole crime genre. Yeah. So games like Mafia or Grand Theft Auto, or I mean, yeah, Mafia. There's a lot of uh, Mafia games are listed here. Um, there is a game called Shadow of the Colossus. Ooh, that's you're. You're All you're guy. trying to do is that you were told this. There's this how you can break a spell. You can save this thing, but you have to go kill all these giant creatures. So you're literally see, running around murdering these massive creatures who have done nothing wrong. See, and the more I read this question, though, the more mm-hmm. I think we're looking at this from the wrong way. Is the perspective is from. This is tricky. Continue. Yeah, it is tricky. That's that's why I'm. That's why I went with it from this well, angle. Yeah, because it's it, where the villain is actually the good guy. So it's not you're assuming the role of. Right. It so would mean like the the, ramp- the antagonist of the game is actually the good guy. So you would end up being the bad guy. Yeah. So right, it, right. it fits you're kind right. of the you're same right. thing. Yeah. It's 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 kind of. Yeah, no. Shadow of the Colossus, like, it took me a while to get into that. Like, yeah, just because getting just, into that game, like, you realize you are just killing, mm-hmm, like, these massive creatures for no reason. Just for no reason. Um, or for only selfish reasons. Right. And another game from Rockstar came out on the, Rockstar came out on the PS2, Manhunt. Oh, Manhunt. Yep. That was yep. my answer. Straight, that was, oh, was one of my yours? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I guess you've already served your time, though, so. <laughs> right? Well, if you're in prison, you're not really... Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, um, so now this one kind of threw me off because I've not finished the game, but it, uh, evidently, so this might be spoilery for people who've not played this game. Uh, Braid, 
Yes and no. Like, Braid is very open to interpretation. Okay. Um, I, I would not disagree with that, though. Um, but it's a, it's a theoretical kind of Well, leap. Braid's Braid's one of those games that is very, 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 very metaphorical. Right. And so, yes, Braid is about a, a, a person that has done bad things in a relationship, mm-hmm. but it is framed in a very, very metaphorical way. Right. So... Um, just two more left that I want to talk about. Uh, Wario Land. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, you're a villain trying to you're you're the bad guy yeah. basically. Uh, so that makes a ton, of, a ton of sense. And then the first game in the series that kicked it off, God of War. Are you the bad guy? You're basically kind of a bad guy. Interesting. You're literally you just murdered your family. And, like, all this stuff, and now you're trying to kill a god because he pissed you off. Yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah, yeah mythology's hard. Everyone seems to be, like, a bad guy. Yeah, there's yeah. some really bad, Lots of shades in there. Things. <laughs> so, um, there was 50 anyway, Shades of Hay back then. 50 Shades of <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you, 50 Shades of Hay. Um, like, that's a really good question. I never really thought of it. Thought of yeah. uh, games like that. Oh, I love it. That's yeah, really cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, next turn down for what? With new consoles on the horizon, what series are you most eager to see on these new generation hardware and what technological upgrade do you want the most? I think for me, um, I don't know how much better graphics can get. Um, like I'm playing Assassin's Creed Origins right now and every time I turn on that game, it's I'm like, so beautiful. it is so pretty. Um, almost to the point of where it almost takes me like, a minute or two to like get into that game because it's just so, especially on my TV, oh, yeah. because with the HDR, it's so bright and it's almost overwhelmingly mm-hmm. busy. Um, like, you know, that feeling you get when you're in like a super, cr- well, at PAX this weekend, um, where there's just a million people and everything feels kind of a little bit too loud and a little bit too bright and a little bit too whatever. Like that game feels that way oh, for me. you mean like my anxiety on yeah. any given day? Yeah. Okay. It, but yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that, <laughs> I know exactly, that game. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. And, but that's the same thing. It's like, I get super anxious at like PAX or Comic-Cons yeah. and that game makes me feel that way at the, like until I kind of just go like video game guy right. um, and, you know, we're going to the desert for a little while, whatever. I don't know how much better looking games can get. Right. Um, obviously, I think everyone's excited about 4K all the time and yes. 60 frames a second yes. all the time, those things. But I think those are probably probably kind of a given in the next generation of hardware. I mean, maybe. I mean. Because, I mean, we've got the Xbox One X and we've got the PS4 Pro. And some game, a lot of games, you can either pick HDR or, or you can pick 4K. You can't get both. And usually, when or 60 the, frames a second or 4K. Yeah, yeah. yeah or then the the other is the frame rate. And I, that's literally all I yeah. want in the next gen is HDR, 4K, 60 FPS yeah. across. I think the that's board. a given. I, I think hope so. that I think that I don't think that it's worth releasing a new system if you don't have those things. Um, what I'm excited about is. Um, those things plus like better physics, better AI, better, um, things that make game world seem more realistic, um, and more things that where you don't recognize the patterns of the guys you're fighting against things where you don't, you know, uh, more computational difficult things Mm -hmm. that you need those extra CPU cycles in order to do when they're not being used for graphics. True. So, um, but you know, like we've talked about too, I'm very, very excited about uh, potentially this stuff all being streamed as well. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I think that's where you could um, not have to. 
You don't have to worry about that stuff yeah, as like much. Yeah, like the stuff that we all want, that that's just going to happen because well, when you're doing it somewhere else, you've got all the power. And what they've talked about, too, like, I mean, that's theoretically, I guess we'll know in three or four months, is like, that's what Crackdown 3 is supposed to have, is that right. the, the game runs local stuff. to you, but then it uses cloud processing for, like, destructible buildings mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And I mean, that to me is awesome, like, destructible environments, things where you, like, you know, so you're playing... Uh, Deus Ex or you're playing you know some sneaky game and it's not me trying to like fit through some weird you know oversized air conditioning vent that doesn't Mm -hmm. exist in real life but me using environments to open you know all the doors are opened all the you know I mean think about things like if you had so you're in Grand Theft Auto right Yes. and in Grand Theft Auto there are Buildings you can go into and buildings that you cannot go into. Which I find so annoying. Right? So what if you could use all the power of the, you know, be it cloud computing, be it your, you know, thing local to procedurally generate rooms? You know, so anything you go into... That's that your answer? That was my answer. Oh, sorry, man. So so what is it? So like uh, the procedural generation, is that what... Well, I've always wanted Grand Theft Auto to... I want to be able to go in every building... Yeah. However that however that works, like, because that's I always look forward to the next Grand Theft Auto because the world is bigger yep. and it's more Detailed. it's more lived in. Like, it, and it's weird that Grand Theft Auto Five isn't even a current gen game. Like, it was last like it was last gen and it just seems to still look good pretty much. And yeah. you can kind of updated it, but um, it's like I want the next one. Like, I want to be able to go and. To every apartment and just like go into people's houses. And yeah. So it's like that's. Well, there's nothing I hate more in GTA than when like a cool car like zips past you on the freeway where you're like, I want that car. But it's already way in front of you. So that's cool. You peel out, you get around, and you get to the top of the hill, and that car's gone. Traffic's completely different. And it's because they said, oh, hey, we need to free up some memory. Get rid of that car. Poof. And right, then you come over yeah. the hill, they're like, oh, God, we need more cars. Poof. Like, I want that stuff to be persistent. I'd love, I mean, how cool would it be? If every time you went to a shop, there was a guy there, and it was the same shopkeeper every day, which is how it is now, but, like, you could follow him home, and he goes to an apartment. And, <laughs> and you, you could follow him stuff. on a date with the girl that works at the place next door. <laughs> like, you know, those are the things that become possible when things like procedural generation and um, artificial intelligence start matching mm-hmm. better. So, and it, I mean, it completely changes how games work and it oh, totally. completely changes who makes games too. So it could be cool. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that. Turn down for what up next, Kevin? Who's which Kevin? Uh, not your Kevin. Uh, oh, Schuld. Schuld. Yeah. Gotcha. Duh. Uh, just making sure. Yes. Kevin too. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin too. Yeah. Kevin wants to know, and this is a cool question. Do you believe in ghost spirits and the pure and paranormal? If so, have you had a personal experience? I have. If you don't believe, why not? I'm not even lying. Like yeah, I've I know, got, you've told me your your stuff. The two of them, yeah, yeah, they're freaky. Uh, mm, mm. Scared the crap out of me. So does Adam want to start? So then? Adam's a believer. Go ahead, sir. All right. So, uh, first story happened when I was living in Wyoming. Uh, my boyfriend at the time, his name was Sean. Uh, he and uh, like this group of people. <laughs> Uh, that I knew, they were all like, oh, we can see ghosts and stuff. And I'm like, meh, heh, heh, whatever. <laughs> um, so I'm at my apartment one night, don't have my glasses on, sitting close to the TV because I'm like, I don't have my glasses on. And out of the corner of my eye in the hallway going down towards the bedroom and the bathroom, I see a pair of silver rim glasses just kind of like there, like start like in the dark-ishness. Um, 
And I was all like, haha, I don't know what you are. Go away. People listening to this probably think I'm super nuts. Um, but I was like, whatever, leave me alone. I look back over and it's gone. Next day I go to work. Sean and I work together. And I was like, dude, weirdest thing happened last night. He's like, yeah, something really weird happened to me too last night. I was over, I think it, her name was Amanda. He's like, I was over to Amanda's house and I was sitting there in her living room. And out of the corner of my eye, I look over and in the window looking in at us is a guy with these silver rim glasses on. And Sean's telling me this. I hadn't told him this story. Sean's telling me this. I'm about to wet myself. And Amanda says, oh, don't worry about him. He came from Adam's place. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, right? That's freaky. Spooky. So there's that one. The other one was when I lived in Portland, Oregon, um, I had just moved there and I was in my first apartment there. was there for a couple of months. My brother came up to live with me for a little while. He wanted to check it out. I wake up in the middle of the night and I look out my bedroom door and in my bedroom door, I see the like profile, like silhouette of a guy wearing this like trench coat and a fedora smoking uh, like a cigar or something. Like it was really weird. The first thing I thought it was like a detective from the 1930s. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine. I'm going back to sleep now. Um, next day I talked to my brother. I'm like, dude, I just saw a guy, like last night I woke up in the middle of the night. I saw this guy like leaning in the doorway, like with a hat on, wearing a coat. He's like, like a fedora hat. And I'm like, yeah. He's like smoking a cigar. And I'm like, yeah, what? He's like, oh, that's, we call him the blah, blah, blah guy. He used to show up at my apartment with my old roommate back in Missouri. <laughs> I'm like, what the? So. Those are those are my two, like for sure. I know other things have happened, but like those are the ones that those I are saw. The spoopiest. Those are the ones that just like Adam mm. is haunted. That's Adam's fine. Haunted yeah. Adam. Anyway, it's a good movie. I'd watch it, Dylan. Yeah. Oh, my heart's um, racing now. Thanks. <laughs> good job, Kevin. <laughs> Adam's all scared. I would guess. I guess I would say that I don't necessarily believe in it, but I don't necessarily completely disbelieve in it because mm-hmm. there's been two instances. Like Adam, Ooh. everything happens where I have I have vividly saw things that probably could be described as ghosts. However, I also understand that our minds are fallible and do fill in information, and you can oh, yeah. see things that aren't there or not see things that are there um, because just the way we, I mean, brain takes in information and you see an image and whatever. So. I don't necessarily know what it was, but I sure. have seen two people that were not there before in places that people might not even like. You're sitting on a stack of like rolling mats in a like a high in a um, elementary auditorium. It's like there's no kid up there, so why am I seeing a kid up there? Right, and then the kid's gone. It's like that's weird, but like that did happen. So mm. what is it? I'm not exactly sure. Well, it's like, so I've heard, because people always ask about deja vu and like, what's that? How does that work? And I read somewhere that it's your subconscious has processed something you've seen or heard before your conscious mind has done the processing for it as well. So like a part of you's actually seen, done, dealt with it and filed it away just a split second before the rest of you is caught up with it. And that's why you're like, what? That happens to me constantly. Yeah, Yeah. that happens to me all the time. And I also feel like I do have a lot of dreams that do become a reality because I have very mundane dreams. I don't have these really <laughs> wacky dreams. It's like I, I have dreams, I I have dreams about doing incredibly regular things, and then those things do happen in real life, which is not as interesting. Like, I don't know if it's actually interesting or not. That's I called, had a dream that's I went to. Yeah, I had a dream just, I went to work. 
So, but like more than that is like people say very specific things, right. or we had a conversation in a dream, and then that conversation becomes reality. Right. And you have some sort of like, like quote that is like, it's enough like, to that's it's memorable. So right. it's it's weird. So I when I worked retail, I'm a software toucher, so I sold video games. It's all very topical. <laughs> um, I would dream about working like working it's real boring just like right. people like ringing up people for an entire dream but i also talk in my sleep sometimes and That'll so be, uh, 743 dead serious my parents <laughs> would be like yeah last night all you were doing was talking about selling things like that'll be 2129 <laughs> thank you no, sir, we can't cut that price at all uh, that's right. the lowest price we can give you uh, <laughs> i promise I if don't we don't pricing. have it on the shelf it's not in stock <laughs> there is no magical back room right <laughs> what you see is what you get nice. um i i don't believe in ghosts i <laughs> Just like you believe in uh, uh, astrological signs, right? Uh, yeah, I think they're very similar. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think that uh, I think that, like Dylan said, the human mind is very fallible. I think it's incredibly um, responsive to things that we can't see or hear. Um, like they've done a lot of research into like super low frequencies that you can't hear. That gives people a huge sense of like almost any time they see somewhere that's haunted. They'll go and you'll find that there was something there, like they were drilling for oil next door, and it was creating like super low frequency vibrations that make people feel uneasy, scared. Yeah. Um, and when you get that feeling along with it's it's why when people go on like haunted house tours or you know Ghostbusters or ghost whatever on whatever terrible TV show you're watching, they get scared because they expect to be scared. Right. Um, right. I also think that. Th- th- Scientifically, there's a very strong belief that there are multiple parallel dimensions in which we live. Like, that's not just crap. That's actual science theory behind that and that they interact with each other. So the boy you see sitting on top of a bunch of mats very easily could be a boy sitting on top of those those mats From another in another dimension. dimension. See, that's – I want to figure out how to work that. I want to go somewhere. I right, want to go yeah. to another dimension. Travel, man. Really? Just, just like turn sideways and like right? jump. Yep, that's all oh, it takes. that would be so great. That's all it takes. Uh, thank you for that question, Kevin. This is the, this is such an <laughs> Sometimes this podcast this is weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's go through this one with Joe Coleslaw. What video game power up, equipment, ability, etc. Tool would you use to move to a different location? He just moved, so he moved from from an apartment to a house. I believe. Oh, okay. Would where would you move to? How would you do it? And he can go deeper. What universe? Who would you want your neighbors to be? Who would you hope and pray that your neighbors were not? I would not like Kratos to live next door. Good call. Yeah. I would pick a Kirby. <laughs> we'll suck it all up. <laughs> I will move my Kirby to my new house, and then that Kirby will blow it all out. <laughs> That's smart. That's yeah. super smart. I, I was going to say the gravity gun from Half-Life 2, yeah. but that, like, that's I, I, an even better like, idea. We, we used that in some example last time, and I was like... Yeah. That's, but I still have to work. Like Kirby can just <laughs> suck it up right. and then spit it out. It's like easy. Like I would want Optimus Prime... Like to be like all the, of it. The like U-Haul. my neighbor, the everything. Literally, he can pick it all up, stick it in his his tractor trailer thing, drive it there, transform, put it all away. Yeah, that's smart. I'm good with that too. Because wasn't like originally Optimus Prime was a big semi truck, right? Yeah, he's, like the, he's, still, he's, he's still he's never so changed. So when a transformer is a big semi truck, is the is there room in the back of the semi truck, or is I'm like his, yes. are his legs in there? So they never quite. Trans- oh, his legs. Like, his legs are. Um, I think the, we take a lot of. His legs are the bed that the 
okay. trailer goes on top of it. So you guys are familiar with Clerks, the movie, right? Ish. Have you yeah. seen ever seen Clerks, the animated series? I don't think so. So, <laughs> like, the second... There's only, like, six episodes of it. In the second or third episode, um, there's a, a car that um, two bears get it. They, they ran out of... You know, the, the story is they ran out of money to finish the episode, so they sent it over to, like, a cheap Japanese production house mm-hmm. to get it finished. And so everything turns, like, real anime and stuff. And these two car... These two bears get inside, like, this super square car, and it's like, why are these bears in the car? That doesn't make any sense. And then they get somewhere, and the car transforms into something else, but the bears are still in the car. <laughs> so it just, like, crushes them, and blood goes everywhere. So I don't know if your stuff will make it, man. That's the, the long yeah. story short. Your stuff's not going to make it. I would like to think they will. Okay. Just saying. I, uh, if I had to choose what universe to live in, I want to live in the Sims universe. Um, because I could just go like, dude, I need a new pool. It's like, click, click. click. I want to redo my kitchen. How much easier would your kitchen remodel have been if you could just go like, click, 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 right, click, Right, turn click, on God boom. mode and just go? Yeah, I, I do the hack so I get all the money, and then yeah. I've got that. And, like, my neighbors, they don't talk. They just go, bloop, 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 bloop. That's fine. I've lived <laughs> in the same place for four and a half years. I don't know any of my neighbors. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> That would be pretty great. Adam's looking at something with a mix of concern. And I just got a text message. The day before I you know, leave the effing country, I get a text message about something that I've not heard anything about for, <laughs> for my job in 11 minutes when I'm supposed to be gone. Oh, whatever. It's fine. Um, yeah? Was that that? That is that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you for those questions. If you have questions for us, you can always drop them in our Discord. we got a channel for that. Or you can just send us a message on the Book of Face or wherever. The Book of Face? Yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Excuse me. That's what I get for making fun of Facebook. Um, Okay. Let's wrap it up with some cheap free games. Uh, Games with Gold over on the Xbox side of life. Uh, Starting on the 1st of September through the end of the month, uh, you can get Prison Architect. Which is very good. Okay. Is that like SimCity for a prison? Kind of. It's more like you're a prisoner and you have to figure out how to get out of the prison um, while avoiding guards and avoiding getting shivved and avoiding... I don't know, having to take showers with other prisoners. It's uh, it's very fun. I've, I think I own I own one and two, I think, actually. Oh, so, super fun. Yeah, it's good. Um, Live Lock is going to be available the second half of the month for the Xbox One. Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars, is going to be available for the 1st through the 15th of September. Which is arguably the worst of the Lego games. Is but, it really? Yeah, it's uh, like, I didn't like it. But. And then you can also get the Sega Vintage Collection Monster World uh, the back half of the month as well in September. Cool. Um, games on... This says Game oh, sorry, Gold. I'm game thinking pass. that's Game Pass. Apologies. Master Chief Collection is, that's available now, right? September 1st. September 1st, all right. And it's rumored that you'll also be able to play Injustice 2. Yes, which would be cool. Mm, such a fun game. Friend of the show. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very much so. But I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So between yesterday's recording, the first half, and today's recording, the second half, they dropped on us the PlayStation, uh, the PS Plus games. Well-timed. Yeah, seriously. Because we always manage to just record just the day before uh-huh. that happens. Um, and there's some pretty sizable games in here. Pretty. Yeah. Tell us. Uh, we have got Destiny 2, which is a very, very sizable game to be giving away for free. Um, my assumption is that they, uh, at this point, I figured that everyone who's actually going to pay money for Destiny 2 has already done that. And uh, now they're just trying to get more people in to buy DLC. Right. So I, I think am one of those people. Oh, that's true. You don't have it. It's, oh, there you go. Destiny 2 is really, really, really good. I, mm-hmm. I highly recommend you play it. They've they've iterated through a lot of their problems. It's on a pretty solid trajectory now. Um, and you can just get it for free and then pay 90 bucks to get the season pass or something. Maybe right. only 60 bucks. Yeah. I don't know. And I'd rather play it on Xbox, but. That is that's, also that's very also true. Unfortunately, I also don't own the PlayStation. Yeah, so. Well, maybe they'll see uh, 
Maybe we'll see Destiny 2 end up in Game Pass at some point. God, I hope so. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, And then God of War 3 Remastered. So that's the HD remaster of uh, the PS3 game for the PS4. Mm -hmm. I hear it's really good. Which is, I mean, aside from the newest God of War, God of War 3 is probably the best in the whole series. I also already own that. (laughs) They incrementally got better, I think. They just kind of honed that game into the one that you would ultimately want to play is the third one. Oh, absolutely. And you also can get uh, Another World, which is the 20th anniversary edition. That's actually a really cool game. game. It's Um, a cool game. And even though... I remember it not being very playable back in the day just because it was yeah. so difficult. It's such a weird kind of game. different. Very different. And even still, it's a good little piece of history yeah. to kind of be familiar with. Yeah. So it's a PS3 game, but it also cross-plays with your PS4 and your Vita. Um, Q- Which I love all these games are PS4 or PS4 cross. I think they're going to have to do it. They have well, to. I, but I, their PS3 stuff's going away, so I don't know if they're going to go down to 4 at the end of the year. I guess we'll see. We'll see. Um, Cube Director's Cut, which is a PS3 game with cross-buy with PS4. Um, Sparkle 2. Which is a PS Vita game with cross buy for the PS3 and PS4, and then Foul Play, which is a Vita game with cross buy to the Tell PS4. Tell me that's like a chicken baseball game. I <laughs> oh no, Foul Play is actually a really fun game um, from Devolver Digital. I've actually I own this game on the PC. Um, it's like a beat 'em up, but the entire thing takes place on a stage and is almost like a stage play. Oh, cool! And so you sometimes will have like directions where you have to do this fight this way in order to like stick with the script. Um, it's a really, really interesting game. I, I've, I've actually really have I've played that a couple times and really liked it. So nice. foul play is also good. Cool. And all those games are going to be available on the first Tuesday of the month, which is September 4th. So they, they my anniversary. Be, oh, well, there you go. Happy anniversary. There's a bunch of free stuff. 21 years. No, congratulations. Aww, I know. Um, that is it with that. I bid you farewell. I'm going to Europe. So no Adam for two weeks? No Adam for two weeks. Yeah, I'm back on September 17th. So any audio problems you hear in the next two weeks are solely Dylan's fault. Yep. yep I think yep. it's Adam's fault for not being here. Ooh, whatever. Also possible. All right. Thanks, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what that means. That's a little inside joke. A little, all good. little podcast humor. Um, all right. That's cool. Find us on uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Subscribe. Get some cool ish. Get all kind of Discord goodies and icons and stuff and things. I got more magnets. No, yes, we've got more magnets. They're super cool. They're not stickers. They're magnets. Not stickers. They're magnets. But they look like our OG stickers. It's good stuff. Um, BiteMePodcast.com slash Humble. We're an official Humble Bundle partner, so check that out. And you can find us on all the socials at BiteMePodcast, B-Y-T-E, me, podcast. I'm out of here. I'll bring you something cool from... Oh, and that's another thing. If anybody that uh, is listening to our podcast that doesn't want to kill me... Um, that lives in London or Barcelona or Dublin, drop us a note in the Discord because I'm going to be in those three cities over the next few days or a couple of weeks, and I'd love to say hi. Same with if you're at PAX this weekend. I will be at PAX Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Dylan will be at PAX. See there Sunday. Sunday. So come hang out with us. Yes. Cool. All right, that's it. Bye-bye. Bye.